Hello and welcome into the Arrowhead Pride podcast we call From the Podium, where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs, and I'll provide a little bit of color along the way. My name is Pete Sweeney. I'm the editor-in-chief over at ArrowheadPride.com, and I hope you've been visiting our website over the past week or so. I have been posting a notebook every day, which includes camp observations, some tweets of note, a quote of the day, some video, so on and so forth. So if you can't make it up to St. Joe, you can click on our website and find out the happening and everything you need to know about your Kansas City Chiefs. This is definitely going to be a little bit of a best of version of From the Podium. From Monday, you'll get to hear from Sammy Watkins and Frank Clark. From Tuesday, you'll get to hear from Reggie Ragland and defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo. Wednesday, the last time we heard from Andy Reid and also Kendall Fuller. And then from today, Friday, you'll get to hear from special teams coordinator Dave Toe. And quarterback Patrick Mahomes, saving the best for last. I know I know a lot of you would agree with that. If you want to hear from any of those guys in particular right away, I'm going to put the times in the description so you can fast forward and listen to this podcast uh, as you will. Again, we're going to start by going back to Monday. Here's wide receiver Sammy Watkins from the podium. Um, it feel great just to be on the field. Um, and then throw the pads on and kind of feel better than I did yesterday, catching a couple balls and just really running around and having fun. I think that's the, um, the biggest part about it. You know the big difference between obviously being shorts and, and jerseys versus being a patch now? Um, not really. It's, it's kind of the same thing. You know, you got a helmet and shoulder pads and um, you still got that work ethic, that work ethic and um, the grind mentality. Um, you should be okay. Sammy, when you look at the defense this year, what do you notice that's maybe different from the defense you went against last year? They got us thinking a little bit um, as far as moving around, trying to um, disguise a lot of stuff. And, you know, guys just out there competing. Um, coach got those guys moving off a different energy. They're competing. And um, I think that's the best part. We can make, make each other better. Andy said one of the reasons that maybe you look better out here is that you know what to expect from this training camp. Does it feel like that's, that's contributing it for you? Um, yeah, I think I had one of the best um, off-seasons um, with, with the training staff, with the weight room guys. I just kind of um, trusted them and, and gave my all and all the workouts, and I'm thankful I did that because now I can literally just run around and have fun and, and not think about any body issues or any injuries. What was the biggest difference in what you did this offseason versus other offseasons you've I think I just listened to the trainers. Um, usually I'm either overworking myself or doing something I'm supposed to be doing. I just sat down, um, fixed my body, um, stayed in contact with the trainers, kind of listened to um, the, the regiment they had for me, and I kind of followed it. And, the results of doing that, I can literally go out here and have fun and run around. Coach Bianami said that your breaks have improved getting in and out of breaks. Um, how specifically did you work on that this offseason? Thanks to Tyreek. Um, he had a guy that, that that specialized in breaking and, and running routes and stuff like that. I went and, I went and seen him and um, for like five or six days and kind of taught me how to stop. And um, I'm a big guy, run hard, fast, and physical, and um, you got to learn how to control that speed. Is that the former Nebraska wide receivers coach? Yeah, yeah. Um, and what do you like most about him and the way he does things? Um, he connect with us, and he kind of teach different than um, coach. Um, and we got great coaches here, but he can kind of talk to you and break everything down and walk through stuff. And um, I hear it's like more competing and grinding, um, but with him it's more teaching and talking. And kind of just helped me out um, within those five days. Sammy, how much talent in that room that you guys had, that group you got? Too much. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be hard on the coaches. We got 13 guys, and literally I think every guy that's in that room have a chance to go out there and play. So um, it's a great room. It's competitive, and um, I'm wishing the best for the guys that don't make the team there. Go and play somewhere else. Sammy, injury played last year with the foot. Um, how important is it for you to stay healthy this year for the top? 
Um, very healthy. Um, very important. Um, I think I will just by the trainers and the, the weight room guys helping me out every day, taking care of my body, um, getting the cold tub, the little things. I think that's that's the biggest point with me. As long as I stay on my um, my regimen, I think I should be fine. So I mean, that's kind of a loaded question. It's kind of a loaded question based on what the numbers you guys put up last year. But the amount of confidence that the offense has right now and the, the just comfortability that Pat has in the offense and you being healthy, just how much better can this offense be or how much more confident can you guys be in what you could do after what we saw last year? I think just really being in the right place with Pat, um, focusing on the little details, not the big things, running routes and stuff like that, just getting lined up, assignments. And um, all us being ourselves is going out there trying to win. Um, I don't think any of our guys are stat guys. We're really just out there competing like brothers. And as um, long as we continue to do that, little, the little part, and um, be unselfish, I think the offense kind of, the sky's the limit. I mean, Pat, first year, he did all those crazy numbers. And um, a lot of guys broke so many records. I think the same thing can continue to happen. Obviously, with Patrick's arm, he can get the ball down the field. But how important is it to develop that intermediate game? Looks like you guys have been working on that a lot in these first couple days of practice. Um, yeah, I think for us, we are the home run team. We can go deep. We got all these track runners, all these thoroughbreds is running. And um, if we can master the short yardage stuff and, and running, winning on our quick routes, um, I think we can possibly be unstoppable. Sammy, one thing you said during OTAs is you're, you're looking to be more of a leader this year. I know it's early, but how's that process been going for you? It's been uncomfortable, but I think good. Um, I think it, it, it just helps me be myself, um, express myself more. And, you know, Nicole, that's a guy that, I, I, um, that I'm trying to help out and other guys. And I think it helped me be that leader. I can't go out there and be talking to him and then go mess up. So um, I think it's a good thing to be a leader. Has Nicole impressed you so far, Kim? Um, every day he's getting better. Every day he's competing. Every day he's focusing on the little things. And I think today he had one of the best practices by me just watching him and the coaches. And um, kind of hard on him, but I think that'll help. Sammy, you talked about the defense making you all think. What, what would you say the biggest difference between this year's defense and last year? Would you say like the speed, knowing that you have different players on the defense this year? Um, I think they just know what they're doing, and um, they all connected together. Um, they all communicate and yelling. I'm like, what the freak is going on? So I think this is a communication with the coaches, and uh, the coaches into it, and the players into it also. Okay, two things really stood out to me from that Sammy Watkins press conference. First, the fact that he said the defense is making them think this year, really good to hear about right now, really bad to hear about last year. The fact that Maybe the offense was getting on the field during training camp and just having their way with the defense. Again, I think you realize why the Chiefs made the move they did on the defensive side of the football this past offseason. Now you move forward, and that, that's what Chiefs fans were worried about. Is the defense going to be good this year? Well, that's a step in the right direction. The second thing I think you really got to like from that press conference is the fact that Sammy Watkins feels healthier than he's ever been. Nobody doubts Sammy Watkins' talent. What people doubt, like myself included, is whether or not he can stay on the football field. So if he made a positive change this offseason and now feels like he'll be able to do that, I think the sky's the limit for him. You expect 1,000 yards. But if I'm making a bet on it, I am not going to bet that Sammy Watkins plays 16 games. I'm not going to do it, and I don't think you should either. Do I hope that happens? Of course. Of course I do. But rather than hear it, I need to see it during the regular season. We're going to continue on with this podcast. Here's defensive leader Frank Clark from the podium. How y'all doing? <laughs> Frank, you want to introduce the two, two, two Oh, yeah. Right here? This is my wonderful daughter, Phoenix. Phoenix Clark, three years old. My angel, my princess, the queen, the heir to everything I got. You know. Frank, you're 
like a few days into uh, being out of practice with a new group of guys. Uh, talk about this group and how good it is to be. Um, I feel like we can be very good, you know. But um, first step is creating that competitive atmosphere. I feel like, um, like we all talked about, you know, just being brutally honest. Um, it wasn't here on the defensive side last year. Um, you know, when you look around, you see, you know, total defense. We rate 31st in the league. You know, that doesn't make anyone proud. You know, as a fan, as a, as a coach, as a player, you shouldn't be proud. So, um, you know, thanks to Coach Reed, thanks to Veach, you know, and everyone who has something to do with bringing us together this year on this defense. But, you know, we come in here with a whole different type of attitude. You know, we come in here to win. We come in here to compete, and we want to be the best. How does it feel to finally be a fan, be able to get somebody? I feel wonderful. I hate, I hate playing, you know, the, the, it's, the, it's the touch football, that, you know, that flag football type of feel. You know, it, it's something different, but it's something, you know, when those pads come back, you know, it's, it seemed like, you know, football is starting to get back to normal again. You know, it, all, the, all, the, all the talking kind of slow down a little bit and the talking kind of pick up from the guys who are really the ballers. So, you know, just that time, like I said, for the, for the um, competitors to come out and compete and for everyone else to, um, you know, fall off, I guess. Frank, Sandy mentioned that the defense is really making them think a lot more than they did last year. Um, that's something you guys take pride in, talk about with the Spags, and just like turning tyrants. Yes, and I'm not gonna lie, you know, Spags, legendary coach. You know, he came in, he threw everything at us. You know, in the spring, he, he put the you know the whole script out there, and you know, put it into our hands as the players, and you know, to really invest our time into learning this playbook. You know, you look down the history of him. You know, him coaching with Coach Reed in um, Philly, him coaching, you know, this wonderful New York Giants defense. Um, he's just a great coach. And, and, and there's no mystery to when, you know, guys adapt to, you know, his calling, adapt to the things he's saying and just, you know, fall in line, the success we can have. Frank, you mentioned people coming together on the defensive side of the ball. What's it been like playing with uh, Chris Jones now that he's back with the team? It's been excellent. I tell you, Chris going to make my job way easier. I'll tell you that. We're going to have a problem, though. He got, we got to share some sacks. He got to share some sacks. He's getting a lot of sacks, you know. He got to share some. It's early, but how, how would you compare this to what the program you guys had going in Seattle and other franchises used to a lot of success? Ain't nothing like an Andy Reid uh, football camp, I'll tell you that. How so? <laughs> Very competitive. Um, the reps, high intensity. Um, I can tell you, we um, literally, we literally, we literally, um, condition as we're practicing and that's the um one of the main things um it was kind of similar in seattle with um coach pete out there but um out here you know it's a whole different world this ain't seattle you know it's kind of a little bit more humid out here weather a little bit different a little bit more muggy so it take a, a whole different attitude you know you got to come to work ready you got to come to work hydrated they telling me now you know i got to get ivs and stuff i got to stay <laughs> hydrated i got to stay up to par on my um my waters and stuff so i can come out here every day and compete you talked about it before frank the idea of bringing it every day OTAs, mandatory, probably getting pads on. Just how much do you think your energy, are you trying to present to the guys, to push to the guys to bring it every day, the way you sort of mentioned all, all offseason? I, I owe them all my energy. I mean, that's, that's, I feel like that's a, one of those un, un, unhidden, I mean, one of those hidden attributes. Um, you know, your energy, the vibe you come in with every day, you know, how you come to work, you know, because at the end of the day, it's, you want to make a good impression. You know, you don't want to come in with your head down, you know, looking sluggish looking tired because that might affect that young rookie who don't know, who don't understand, you know, this stuff, you know. So at the end of the day, I feel like when you come in every day with energy, you come in every day just with that will to compete and a and positive attitude, you know, no matter what's going on, you got to walk into here with a new with a new light, you know, with a new idea, with a new way. And um, I feel like as long as you do that, you know, you're going to be all right. A couple more guys. Frank, I'm missing you played against Andy Reid offense before, but 
how, how much can they help you guys come together, you know, because they are one of the best offensively, yes. and you guys got to go against them every day? Yes, it's going to help us. Literally, I mean, like you said, y'all got Pat Mahomes. I'm looking at Pat Mahomes on the other side. Travis Kelsey, I'm looking at Cheetah. I'm looking at Sammy Watkins. I can keep going, you know. Yeah, I mean, whenever you're looking at that on the other side of the ball, um, you want me to keep going? I can go Swartz. I can go Luke Fisher. I can keep going. Carlos Hyde in the backfield. Yeah, with everybody. They got a whole load of teams. So when you got these type of guys on the other side of the ball and you're forced to go out there every day, you're forced to look at them, you're forced to, you know, you want to compete. So every day it's a battle. Every day you're going at it, you know, to get better. So when you got an offense like that in front of us, hey, man, who, 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 there's no telling what, you know, the limits and the heights our defense can go to. I feel like you guys did okay against them today? I feel like we did wonderful. We want to know. We won today for sure. <laughs> defense, we won today for sure. How do you think condition-wise it's going to be for you? Because, you know, last year the team was scored so quickly that the defense went We're going to be ready for sure. We'll be ready. Yeah, it's a different defense. We're going to be ready for sure. I ain't going for that. Frank, you, Frank, you mentioned Chris. Last one, you mentioned Chris Jones before about how he's going to make the job easier. Can you just uh, elaborate in a few ways about how that might be when, when you get to the football field? Oh, how it helps me? Um, man, with Chris, I mean, I mean, you turn on the film, it speaks for itself. You know what I mean? He's a great player. I think he just came in, um, made that top 100 countdown. He was very, very, very high on that list. Man, look at look at the film. I mean, the guy is an extremely talented football player. He's extremely gifted. He's six seven, what six six? He moves like he's six three, six two, two hundred and forty pounds. You know what I'm saying? When you got a guy like that, I mean, look at me. I mean, it's gonna make my job way easier, man. There's so much more I can do with him. There's so much more. You know, he's a great athlete. I'm a great athlete. You know, I'm a little bit faster. Um, so he's a little bit stronger, but nah, we go figure it out. But um, it's just so much more. Then you put two of the two of us. You know, yin and yang. You never know. <laughs> me always. <laughs> So that was Chiefs defensive lineman Frank Clark. You could probably hear my voice at the end there. I wanted him to elaborate on Chris Jones, and you could hear the enthusiasm in his voice. He really feels like Jones is going to make his job a lot easier, and it probably will. And these two are going to allow each other to get sack after sack after sack this year. I wonder if these two are battling at the top of the NFL list by the end of the year for the sack total and Chris Jones is in a contract year you know he's angry that the Chiefs didn't give him a contract I think Frank Clark is intrinsically motivated by the way he was up there with his little daughter as he as he said at the beginning of the press conference there Phoenix he was holding her the whole time smiling this guy's really intense on the football field but when he comes off he's all smiles you can hear him joking with the media a little bit there just the type of guy that you want on your football team pumped to watch Frank Clark this year he's been by far the most intense Chiefs defensive player to watch at camp if you make it up to camp make sure you're taking a look at number 55 we're going to continue on to Tuesday now and you get to hear from linebacker Reggie Ragland from the podium last year was last year but this year is all, well, we got a new coaching staff on defense side so it's all about just keep getting better learning the scheme and then just enjoy the moment man last year was a good moment for us in this program uh, we strive to be an AFC champion this year. We're trying to go Super Bowl, so we just got to keep working, keep getting better, keep being physical, keep being tough mentally on this side of the ball. And so far, we're doing a good job of it, but we're not where we want to be, but we're getting there. How's the wonder process been, honestly, knowing, learning the stuff, and then finally putting the use in pads? Oh, it's fun, man. It's fun. Uh, they got me playing different positions, so I'm learning a lot as a joker, as a Sam, and as the Mike. So it's fun uh, learning it, but I just got to keep getting better, keep studying, and keep asking the necessary questions to keep getting better in this game. You feel more comfortable now than, you know, minicamp and OTAs? Uh, yeah, well, um, way comfortable. But there's still things I got to tighten up on. But I just got, like I said, just keep asking coaches questions and keep 
harping on them is the, the best way for me to understand and learn it. Oh yeah, definitely, especially we get the get the run fits in and learn where to line up at so we can not be too far over and things like that. Yeah, but yeah. the more you get a pass, that, that's who you really see can really play mentally and physically. There was so much talk last year about the knee and, and starting training camp sort of on a, on a bad situation. How much different is it with a new coach, new scheme, new players to play with and being healthy? How, how much different is it from where uh, you were last year? It's way different. Uh, the coach staff, the two different to uh, coach staff, but the ones from last year, um, I liked them a lot. You can actually see some guys did it, but but uh, but this year's though um, is they're very like on it, like they're on us a lot about being in the right right place at the same um, pushing us to be better this year. So uh, it's just all about just going out there, keep getting better, and we not worried about last year. And, and, and Steve mentioned sort of in the off season that you told him that you felt comfortable with your body and, and where you were sort of physically. Is that is that still the case? And, and how much of that was sort of nagging at you during the season? Last year this time, y'all didn't see me for about two weeks, so I'm good this year. So uh, I'm just going out there, just trying to keep him, trying to keep getting better, and whatever they want me to do, I'm doing it. So. Reggie, you come back to camp a little bit this summer. Uh, was that intention? It's always intention to come back to summer. I was fat last year when you seen me. <laughs> wow, I, that's crazy. That's how you feel that way. No, but uh, <laughs> no, but um, I needed to come back a, a little bit more slimmer this year. So um, I've been eating better. Uh, I feel better. Um, my knee feels better, so I'm just I'm just trying to play ball, get in the right position, so I can get some time on this field. Do you feel that's happened? Uh, helped a little bit with like coverage and, and things like that. Some of the other things are asking you. Oh yeah. Um, I, I, I've never had trouble in coverage, but um, I just got to go out there and do it, and I just got to keep getting them to believe in me. And I just got to keep going out there and playing ball. Yeah, just a little scary moment for fans watching. And Tyreek had a little collision with the shot and went down. One of the most important things about training camp is to not get hurt. Did you guys, did you see that play? Did you see kind of how it went down? And does that kind of spook you a little bit when someone gets hurt during practice? Anytime you got the, the best playmaker in the NFL go down a little bit, uh, it scares you a little bit. But me knowing Tyreek, that's one of my good friends off the field. So uh, I, I know he's very tough. He's going to get up, walk it off. And I'm pretty sure we're going to see him tomorrow out here practicing. So um, I'm, I'm glad he's okay. I think he's okay. I don't know what it is right now. But. On his oh yeah, he'll be back then. Oh, I'm not worried about him. He's gonna come back. Long, long, long as he's ready to go, September 5th, against the Jags, I'm good. Is there an attitude that the defense has uh, over the reputation of the years past that you want to make sure that you're tough out here, even on practice field? Let these guys know they get a little pop every once in a while. Oh yeah, man. Anytime you get a chance, there's some of them prima donnas over there. You gotta, you gotta throw them up real good. But make sure everybody's good. So uh, the thing is, in training camp, you get. Get your work in, but come out healthy at the same time. So uh, it's, it's a lot of long hours out here, but for the most part, we've been taking care of each other. You know, you got your scares here and there, but for the most part, everybody loves everybody, but we just want to keep getting better and keep competing. And uh, I'm seeing that down the field right now. Hey, Reggie, I'm curious, how have you seen him grow and develop? Oh, Steeman Neiman, that's my guy. Um, last year, he's a little smaller. This year, he's bigger, but, but Ben has always been a very smart football player. So if you're out there watching him, you're going to see him put everybody in the right position. And they get himself in the position too. So, but uh, Ben's a great player and even better person off the field. So uh, I'm happy for him. He's getting better. He's pushing me. He's pushing everybody out there on the field. Hey, Reggie, Couple more guys. How's the chemistry building up so far on training camp this year? Oh man, it's fun getting getting to understand some of these personalities. Uh, Frank's different. You know, Tyre, uh, Tyre's there. Everybody's different on the field. So we just gotta keep getting to know each other outside and bring it to the field. So, uh, but for the most part, I like the guys that Veach has brought in. Um, everybody's good people. 
on the field, everybody's dog, everybody's playing hard, everybody's talking to each other to become better players. So uh, I, I like the guys we got in this locker room. Reggie, there's a ton of new faces, obviously. Does it feel like a little bit of a change of scenery still here for the returns? Like, just get you guys kind of a little bit of new life? Uh, no, because, you know, over the years, some of the guys we got, you done heard of them, Alec Okafor, Frank, Tyron. So, like, from other guys, you hear what type of people they are, but until you really get in and understand who they are, but for the most part, like I like the guys. Like I like them a lot. They're good. They're good people. I like talking to them. They're funny. Everybody, everybody loves playing football. So and you can see once they get on the field, everybody's talking. Yeah, if you was there after yesterday, nine or seven, Frank was talking his stuff. So <laughs> I appreciate Frank for that. that. That makes everybody go, and we need that. So I'm excited for uh, for the future on this team. Now, is there one defined leader, or is it just a collection of guys? Oh, it's a collection of everybody. Everybody's doing their part. So uh, eventually. When that time comes, when we got that one alpha, you'll see it. But for most of everybody's out there talking, getting on, getting to know personalities. Because if you don't know the what type of guy you're dealing with, you can't you can't yell and scream at everybody. Some guys you you can scream at, but some guys you can't scream at. Some guys you gotta go up to them and just grab around their neck and talk to them. So that, that's me right there. Like I'm trying to understand everybody as a whole. And so some guys I can scream at and get them to go, and some you can't. So that's just is what it is. Welcome back to From the Podium. If you were listening before the break, you heard Reggie Ragland accuse me of calling him fat. For the record, I did not. I was not calling him fat. I just said that he looks like he's in better shape. He looks like he's moving a lot quicker out there as the Chiefs have him in coverage. Reggie really enjoys the new faces, and I think you heard that in his voice, especially toward the end of that press conference. He likes Frank Clark and Tyron Matthew and Damian Wilson, some of the guys that weren't there last year. It's a lot easier to play for each other if you like the guy next to you. These guys seem like a family. And it all starts with defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo, and he happens to be next up from the podium. All right, all right. Nice and cool under the shade in here, huh? My on Ted. Was Ted here before me? Yeah. <laughs> he, he puts it up nice and high. Great. All right, look, I'm not going to take too much time. I, I, I would say this. I can't tell you how excited I am to be at training camp. I mean, I love training camp. I always have from right from the beginning when I was with Andy. And, uh, we used to go to Lehigh University in Philadelphia. So I'm happy with the way the guys are working. Got a long way to go, a lot of mistakes, but we'll get them fixed up. So with that, I'll open it up. Yeah, now it's getting closer to real football. It's not all the way there because we can't tackle, right? So that's the one thing, that's the one trait you really need to be able to do in this game, playing defense. So, but however, I do think our guys are getting themselves in position to tackle, which we talk about all the time since we can't. Uh, and hopefully, when we get to that first preseason game, we'll be good at it. And with your, and with your system, man, how are you seeing you know the new players like Tyron, Frank, and? Yeah, it's now Chris is a little bit behind. I mean, he'd tell you the same thing, but I'll tell you what, I saw him the other night. Uh, we have a 9.35 staff meeting with Coach Reed, and after that meeting, he grabbed Coach Daly to get extra. So that tells me, you know, he's a prideful guy and he wants to learn it. So I'm happy with that. We'll, it'll take a little while to, for him to get up to speed, but we'll get him there. What did you say so far? What did you say so far? Compared this defense to some other defense. Say that, please give me a question. From what you've seen so far with the defense compared to the defense? Yeah, I, yeah listen, I'm, I'm not that guy. I won't, I won't do the comparing. I won't say they're better than this, better than that. All I do is focus on them getting better each day. Now, that's a cliche, right? But it's real. I mean, if we don't do that or buy into that and embrace it, then all we'll do is go backwards. We're really hell-bent on, on just fundamentals, techniques, the little things. They're probably tired of me saying the little things all the time, but that's okay. They need that in, the air when, in their ears when they fall asleep at night. 
um, so it helps him get better. With, with Chris, did you did you have any contact with him at all during the holdout stuff, or did he get any information from you about anything? Was this all? Yeah, no. I listen. I left that all up to Brett Veach and Coach Reed. That's not my place. I let the business take care of the business, and whoever's there, we coached, and that's what we did. So, but we'll get them. We'll get them up to speed. Uh, question about today. There was, you know, you're not tackling, but there was a play where, where Bashad Breeland ran into Tyreek and got. It's a scary yeah, part it is. of training camp. Is it that just looked like a little football thing happens during camp? I'll be honest with you. My eyes weren't on it when it happened. They came late, and then I saw Tyreek on the ground. So, I'm doing the same thing everybody else was doing, praying he's okay. Uh, and thank God he was. I think he, he played after that, didn't he? No, he came off. Back in there. Okay. I hope he's okay. We listen. Uh, Coach Reed does a good job all the time, and all the coaches do talking about protect each other, stay up, right? Don't go for a collision that's going to hurt somebody. We're all on the same on the team. Now that requires bringing your feet and being a good athlete, but we're trying to do that all the time. I, I really hope Tyreek's okay. Can you talk about what you think there's a lot of new linebackers and new ski everything. How do you think the linebackers are settling in? Yeah, they. I'll tell you what. Um, First of all, Matt House is doing a great job with them. What I like about that whole group, I think there's a bunch of pros in that room. By that I mean they take it real seriously and they're really prideful about knowing it. Look at the guys in the middle, the linebackers, they connect the D linemen to the DBs. They got to be spot on. Uh, Anthony Hitchens has been doing a great job. Reggie, uh, Damian Lew uh, Wilson, all of those guys have been terrific, so I'm really impressed with that. When you look at Frank Clark, you got to work with Frank during OTAs and Benny Camp. Looks like he's been a lot of fun out here. How have you seen him kind of develop and in Yeah, Fun's a good word. He likes to have fun. Look at the, the guys that are secure, confident uh, in their abilities and what they're doing. They go out and have fun. Um, I, just, I just embraced them just a little bit ago because they battled the O-line and D-line today, and it gets a little bit contentious. But at the end of Coach Reed's huddle, Frank went over and was tapping all the offensive linemen. That's a team player right there. That'll make us better as a football team. With the quarterback situation, Steve. Quarterbacks? Quarterbacks, excuse me. I was going to say. Uh, I was say I refer to Ted. Yeah. Yeah. We're good there. You, 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 have, you have Fuller there at the slot. You've seen Wade yeah. kind of rotate in with the ones. Rashad came back in the last few days. What do you want to see from your top line corners this early again? Yeah, uh, it's all about technique. I mean, we're going to, I'll be honest with you, I'm really trying to find out what we have at corner insofar as what they can do. It'll probably dictate what we play coverage-wise. We're throwing a lot at them, so we've got a plethora of different coverages. Um, once we get a feel for what they can and can't do, we'll cut it down and settle it in. So I'm just evaluating that as we go. We're giving them everything. How, how much of the first preseason, maybe first two preseason games, will dictate where that sort of position stands? Uh, it'll be everything. I, I, listen, I've been with Coach Reed before, and I love the way we conduct practice with the number of reps. It gives us plenty to go off of. So we'll, it'll be all together. It'll be the practice reps, one versus ones. It'll be the preseason games, and at some point we'll have to make a decision. Along the cornerback line, I know there's a lot of guys out there, but for Mark Fields, an undrafted rookie coming yeah. in, what have you seen from him between OTAs, rookie minicamp, and where he's at? He's made a lot of plays. I mean, that sticks out. Now, I think we got a long way to go from the mental part of the game, uh, but he's made a lot of plays. If, he, if he's able to get it all mentally, you know, he's, then he's, he starts to climb because he's done some really good stuff. Adam, Steve, uh, between the new defensive coaching staff, a new system, a bunch of new players, you got a lot of new going on. Yeah. Um, how ambitious do you feel like what you guys are trying to do here is defensively? That's a really good question, and I'll be honest with you. That's something... 
that I have to make a real hard decision on. Um, I've been through this first year thing a number of times. Uh, sometimes it's gone really good, sometimes it hasn't gone so good. So it'll be dictated by what the guys can do. I do believe uh, that as you approach this thing, you better make sure that they're not thinking and they're playing, uh, if that makes any sense. So I'm hoping that we got the kind of guys that can handle multiple defensive package and still play fast, but we'll see. Understanding that it's still early, do you, do you feel like it's realistic that you can be where you want to be by the Jacksonville game, or do you feel like maybe you got to have to pull back a little bit? Well, we're going to have to be at a point where we feel like we can beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, and that's our job as players and coaches, so that's the goal. That's the goal. A couple more guys. You said you're still finding out uh, what you have with your quarterbacks, but I have a question about two guys. Is Kendall Fuller, is the plan for him at least the beginning to just focus on the slot? And then Demontre Wade, just what has um, allowed him to earn this opportunity? Yeah, I, I, would, uh, I would say yes to the first question that uh, we're going to, Kendall's going to master that nickel spot. We've got to find a backup there too. And then in emergencies or at times, he may go outside, but I think that's a natural position for him. And it was D Wade that you? Uh, yeah, Demontre Wade. Yeah, that asked about the other one. I think Demontre's done a heck of a job. He's, he's one guy that I think is really buying in and embracing the techniques that Sam Madison and Dave Merritt are teaching. Um, again, there's a mental aspect to it. They all got to get caught up on that. So hopefully everybody, hopefully everybody puts it together, the mental and the good players with talent. And I think we'll have a pretty good defense. Coach, are, you having, are you having fun being down in the middle of it and running a unit again? Yeah. yeah, that's probably an understatement. Yeah, um, I'm like a little kid. Uh, that's how I feel. You know, I I feel 12 again. Sometimes I act 12, but no, I'm loving it. And part of that is being with Andy again, and quite, quite frankly, these, this group of players, a good group of guys to work with. Last question. Like you kind of Last question. With a lot of the defensive linemen you've worked in the past. Can you say the name again? Yeah. TK. TK. Uh, Thanks. Compassion. TK. Yeah. It seems like he's kind of working in with the ones. What have you seen from him so far? Nice big, long athlete. That's a smart football player. So you package that together, I think he's got a chance to help us in a, in a lot of different ways. And once we figure out the best thing he does, that's where we'll try to slot him into and, and roll. All right, thank We're good. Thank you. thank you all. Appreciate it. Well, would you look at that? A little love from the defensive coordinator for Tano Passigno, the defensive lineman who I think a lot of us felt would get cut. It's probably going to make the 53-man roster. Uh, Steve Spagnuolo has been known to like these bigger guys, and Hassanio is every sense of the word big. I think he's on this team, and I think he will get real reps this season. I sometimes wonder if now Passanio has gotten a little bit better in the eyes of the Chiefs coaches than even Breland Speaks. I think for a long time it was Speaks over Passanio. I wonder if Passanio now overtakes Speaks in that regard. My question to Spagnolo was about the cornerbacks. I had two in mind, Kendall Fuller. I wanted to know if he's going to play exclusively in the slot this year. It turns out he is. That is confirmed. We'll get to hear from Fuller in just a few moments. And then I also wanted to know about Demontre Wade, who is getting some real time with the first team. And you could tell that Steve Spagnolo really likes him. And by the way, if you listen to Spagnolo and his enthusiasm for football and how he jokes around a little bit, easy guy to root for. I think this is going to be a really improved defense this year. How could it not be? It was, it was pretty bad last year. So, again, that's the man who's going to be leading this defense. So, from the leader of the defense, we go to the leader of the offense. Here's head coach Andy Reid from the podium. Had a good practice today. It's a 10-10-10 practice, lighter day. 
uh, but a big mental day uh, as far as a uh, big install last night that they had to um, indulge there and, and then come out here and, and, uh, and function. So uh, with 10-10-10s, we service each other. So offense services defense, defense services offense. And it's, uh, you get into specific uh, things that you want to work on uh, that particular day. That's what, that's what today was. Anyways, with that, time's yours. Coach, to move from uh, defensive back to uh, off defense for Jerron Smith. Yeah. Yeah, so listen, he was the Alabama player of the year, right? Offensive player of the year. So um, we, we, got, we had a running back nicked up. I had messed with him last year that I was going to play with him a little bit over on the offensive side. So I moved him over today, just take a peek at him, and we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, we, we know he could, you know, he could do corner side, but uh, like to see him do some offensive stuff too. How long did it take for a guy like that to pick up? Anything? Yeah, you know what? He actually did a good job with some of the stuff. He's gonna have to get the verbiage down, uh, but today was a good starter. Fundamentally, it was a good starter for him. So, Andy, is this is this more of a, a trial period for Ah, uh, we'll see. We'll just see how it goes. Will he kind of go back and forth? On both uh, he'll stay on the offensive side for right now until I, I get a chance to evaluate him. <laughs> there's a chance, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a chance on that. Well, there was a report last said, night that uh, Julio Jones was going to sit out the preseason. Well, what happened to Tyreek yesterday? Has there been any thoughts of sitting some of the players for preseason games? No, I mean no. I mean that's. Did you mention earlier? I think that Keith Richard had a suspected Achilles. Has that been confirmed? Yeah, he has an Achilles. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. He was great. He was great with it. Yeah. Yeah. more your idea, or was there? Because I know he's talked about I like the ball in my hands before. Yeah. Well, it was my idea, but I mean, it, uh, <laughs> Dave Tobin and I talked about it, and and uh, and uh, and David mentioned it to me that you know this kid could be explosive on on uh, on the offensive side, and and uh, so I. Gave him that, gave him that chance. So. Andy, to move a corner from that position, does that mean that you're comfortable with where your corners are right now? Yeah, well, they're competing, they're competing, but I, I feel comfortable doing this, this move right now. Yeah, what's your mom? Coach, what about them? Go ahead. Will he still do special teams? Yeah, yeah, he's still doing special teams. Yeah, yep. What about moving inside when you've got to disrupt everything because you got lightning and raining or anything? Did you have to change anything that you planned because no, of the move? No, not for today's practice. We just got it, came in, and as fast as we could. Um, get the video set up, we were ready to roll. So, Would you have liked to stay outside minus the lightning? Before? Yeah, I mean, you always want to do that, but we want to keep the pace up too for the rest of the day here. So, we're lucky to have this, so, right? You saw those lightning bolts. I, I wouldn't imagine anybody wanted to stay out there. So, Coach, just in terms of just the. Go ahead. Okay, I'll, I'll come back right back to you. You had an interview corner today, Michael Hunter. Do you know much about him so far? I don't. I mean, I'll, we'll see how, see how it rolls here. Yeah. Just to change subject, with the Hall of Fame game tomorrow night and, of course, the inductions, uh, there's been talk recently with Donovan, Donovan McNabb, you know, going to the Hall of Fame. Of course, he feels that he is to his credit. He's coached him for, for about 19 years. What are your thoughts? Is he a Hall of Famer? And if you could give that play. Yeah, now, listen, you're, I'm, I'm his biggest fan. And so I, I was there. I, I, I know he belongs there. I mean, you talk about the great players in the National Football League, five championship games, the Super Bowl, all those things. Um, you know, good football player, man. Great football player. And, and did some things that weren't being done at that particular time in a lot of in a lot of areas. But I, I just, I think the world of them, yeah. Good. 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 Good
that's where it's going to be. So you can speak to the overall talent that Brett Beach has put together with his staff. Yeah, no, Brett's done a phenomenal job. So, um, and, and we're just uh, we're we're teaching right now. So, um, we have a lot of a lot of new faces. We have some new coaches, and so everybody's working this through. This is the defensive staff's first time going through this process. Lightning hits. Where are we going? Okay, we're going going here. This is what we're doing, and and we we don't stop. We just keep rolling. New players, same thing. We we're not taking timeouts. We we go and get it get it done. So. Coach uh, Frank Clark late today. What's uh, what was that situation? Did you take us through? Yeah, it, it was uh, not a big deal. So it, everything everything was all right. He's uh, that that wasn't one uh, that I've had a chance to talk to him and and uh, not a big deal. All right, thank you. <clears throat> all right, thank good. You. So the two big takeaways from Andy Reid were that Tremont Smith is moving from cornerback to running back. I like the move. I think Tremont Smith probably has a better chance to make the team on offense as opposed to defense. This is a guy who already had the football in his hands last year. Pro Football Focus really liked him as a returner, so I'm eager to see what he can do now as a running back. I think it becomes this. If Jermon Smith can prove that he can be a contributor for the Chiefs on offense, I wonder if Carlos Hyde, the veteran who's making a little bit of money this year, is on this team. The Chiefs can get out of that contract simply by cutting Carlos Hyde. So there was Smith's move to offense, and I thought the other interesting part of this press conference were Reed's words on Donovan McNabb, and not so much about McNabb himself, but the fact that Andy Reid goes out on such a limb for one of his former players. Just a peek into, I think, why so many coaches and so many players in the National Football League love and respect Andy Reid. He's a player's coach. He's a coach's coach. He never lets some of the issues that come up with a football team get out into the public if he can help it. After losses, he takes the blame. He'll never call out a player in the media. And then when it comes to the Hall of Fame, he's always pushing for his colleagues and ex-players to get that honor, which he regards so highly. So just a look into why the inside of football really loves Andy Reid, and that's one of the many reasons. We mentioned before that Kendall Fuller was moving to the slot exclusively. Here was our first opportunity to talk to Fuller since that news became official. Here's Kendall Fuller from the podium. Does it disrupt anything when you start outside? You'd like to be outside, but huge lightning bolts come and you got to finish inside? Um, no, besides just running up that hill. But other than that, no, I just get inside, get right back to it. But you're in shape. Yeah, but that, that hill kind of steep. That hill kind of steep, but I ran up half of it. The other half, I started walking. <laughs> How's the defense doing overall? You guys are, you know, a new entity trying to gel, mm-hmm. new coaches trying to gel. How would you measure where you are right now? It's been good. You know, I think every day we're just learning. You know, I think one thing that we've been preaching is just trying not to make the same mistake twice. You know, knowing that, knowing that we're not going to be perfect, but also trying to chase perfection. So just learning, everybody learning what they're doing, and also what the guy next to you is doing, and just trying to get better. Learn each other, learn each other's strengths and weaknesses and things like that. What are you, what are you feeling about that? How did you take the news that you're going to do solo the slot this year? Is that something you're looking forward to? Um, I mean, me, I just always just been controlling what I can control. You know, just going out there. You know, I think somebody had an interview just now. They told me slot is like 80, 90 percent. So, you know, just going out there and just knowing the task at hand, playing inside, just the the different type of guys you got to guard, the the responsibility that you have in there. So just really just focusing on that and just locking in on it and then just, like I said, just really just trying to learn the ins and outs of the defense. Flexing that is a natural fit. 
that something you agree with just when you hear that what do you think uh, I mean, I think coming in, the, when I went to Virginia Tech, we had our DB coach, he just always preached us on um, learning how to be a DB, not just learning how to play one position. And I think that's one thing that, you know, in this system, the nickel does. You know, you, you have to do a lot of different things. They ask you to do a lot of different things. So, you know, you're out there, you're, you're somebody, some people say you're just playing one position, but the way you're playing it is almost as if you're playing corner, nickel, safety, and all that. So it's been fun. Kendall, you've known Tremont for over a year now. What was it like to see him on the other side? Say that one more time. You've known Tremont Smith for a year now. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, what was it like to see him on the other side of the field today? You know, it was weird. I told I told some of the guys, it kind of got me a couple times. Because when he went out there, I thought he was a receiver. So I'm I'm following. I'm thinking I'm following the two receivers, but it's him and another receiver, which is just receiver and a running back. So it was a little bit weird to see. But uh, you know, I'm definitely excited to see what he can do. Some of the coaches have mentioned that right now the corners are all just competing. They're trying to evaluate what what they have in that group. What have you seen? Some of the guys have in the cornerback position right now. Yeah, just a lot of guys that that's everybody's learning the system, trying to trying to help each other out to learn the system and just you know just healthy competition. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, all year we want to be competing with each other. Whatever guys are here, we want to be competing. Whatever guys that are coming in, we want to compete, get each other get get each other better. And uh, I think that's where the best rooms come in at, where it's just healthy competition, guys trying to help each other out, learn the system together and things like that. So it's been fun. Demontre Wade got to take snaps when Bashad Breeland was out with the thumb issue. What did you see out of him stepping right in and running with the ones? Yeah, he looked good. You know, he didn't he didn't lose a beat. You know, he stayed confident. Um, so I'm excited to see what he, what he keeps doing the rest of the camp. So you had to learn a new system coming in last year from Washington. Compare where you are last year to where you are now. Say that one more time. You had to come over last year and learn a new system. Now you're learning another new system. Compare where you were last year to where you are right now. Um, I mean, I think it's, for me, I had a different D coordinator every year in the league. So it's kind of the same thing. But at the end of the day, it's all, a lot of the times it's all the same thing. You know, sometimes it's different terminology, different things that y'all might do more of, less of, and things like that. But once you get to a certain level and you start understanding football, a lot of the stuff is, you're kind of just doing the same things, just learning different terminology, learning the little ins and outs that might be in it. But uh, it's definitely, I think anytime you get to learn a new system and 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 be with a different coach, you're, you're able to learn so much more than than, than you did the, the year before. So it's been fun. Is there, is there a little bit of you that's excited about playing the slot exclusively or primarily just because someone has used that position in the past for blitzing? You may be able to blitz more than what you did a year ago. Um, I mean, for me, it's really exactly the same. I mean, besides, it might be a couple games where you might have a little bit more base than normal, but whether I'm inside, outside, mainly 90% of the time, I'm, I'm in the slot, even if I was going inside, outside. So for me, I thinking of it, I guess people can make a big deal out of it, but I'm being in the slot. Just like last year, I was in the slot. So it's kind of the same thing for me. With, with a couple more. Do you want to? Like the idea of blitzing more, the idea of coming off the edge. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, anytime you get some sacks, I know DBs always love enjoy getting some sacks. But you know, it's not like he's just gonna be blitzing me every play. Still gonna have to cover. Still gonna have to drop in some zones, um, disguising and things like that. So, you know, the one thing that he asked the Nichols to does Nichols to do is be well rounded, do a lot of different things, be a football player. Which is, that's something that I enjoy doing. Does, it, does the defense the, in the meetings and on the field feel like a different sense of enthusiasm or anything compared to last year? You got a bunch of different faces and new coaches. Does it feel 
different? Um, I mean, anytime you're going through change, it's going to be, it's going to feel different. I think, like I said, for me, I've had a different D coordinator every single year. So each year going into it, it's exciting because you got a, a new staff, new position coaches, different personalities. So every year you go into change, it's going to be some excitement. So it's definitely been fun. And like I said, we're just all learning each other, just trying to get better, come together as one. So we just got to keep on, keep on doing that and just keep on getting better day in, day out. Uh yeah, he's been looking good. Uh, you know, we definitely wanna get him back onto the field, you know, especially him being out. But uh no, nah, he's definitely been looking good, fun to go against. Um just gives you a, a different type of guy to, to line up against in practice, you know. I love just the different receivers we got, different skill sets and things like that. So being able to go from Tyreek to Sammy to D-Rob to Dita, just getting different types of fields of receivers uh, every day in practice has definitely been helpful, helpful for us. Welcome back to From the Podium. Before the break, we got to hear from cornerback Kendall Fuller, and you could see that he's taking this news that he's going to be a nickel cornerback exclusively in stride. Kind of feels like his role really isn't going to change much from last year, and he's got a good point. Steve Spagnolo himself has said before, a lot of times in today's NFL, you're in the nickel and dime anyway. So I anticipate we see a ton of Kendall Fuller this year, even despite this quote unquote position change. All right. I want to keep the ball rolling on from the podium. Next up, we have special teams coordinator Dave Tobe. And here's why this is important, especially now during this part of the year. When it comes to the roster bubble, special teams matter. So if you're thinking about, okay, who's going to be the 48th, 49th, 50th, 51st, 52nd, 53rd player on this team, it's going to be a guy who can play special teams. So Dave Tobe has a lot of sway at the roster bubble. That's why his words are important. So here we go. Dave Tobe from the podium. How you doing, Dave? Dave, uh, go ahead. you said uh, talking about Tremont Smith and all the offense. You said you were involved in that decision. What led you to suggest that maybe uh, I think we talked about it. We talked a little bit about it last year, and then we talked about it again this year. And I th we just thought that the timing was right. You know, we were talking the other day, and, and uh, you know, and Andy decided to make the move. So uh, he was—he had a good day today. I mean, if you watch him, he, he caught the ball well and out of the backfield, and he looks pretty natural over there. Over the years, you talked with Demetrius Harris and all the different special teams that he played. Now that Blake Bell is here, what have you seen from Demetrius? Say it again. Blake Bell, just what have you seen from Demetrius in the past? Yeah. He played a lot. Just what have you seen from Blake Bell in special teams? Well, right now, Blake Bell is playing all his positions. So, uh, you know, we plan right now. The plan is to have him be that guy. So, we had a, we got a lot out of Demetrius last year. We he played three phases for us, and I think he he had the most special teams plays for a tight end in the whole league. So, I mean, that's he was setting the ball really high. So we're we're not going to necessarily ha ask him to be that guy, but he's going to be playing a lot of those same positions. He might be just a two-phase guy, but we'll see. We mentioned this before, but is the thought to still keep maybe Tyree as your punch turner, or are you trying to find maybe McCole someone else? That I mean, we're trying to develop McCole, you know, to, to be that guy, you know, to, to pick up a whole bunch of reps there because Tyreek's getting so much on offense. But, you know, I, I never – I don't think, you know, we want to be in a situation where we're going to take Tyreek out. We always want to have that threat that we're going to have Tyreek back there, and I think – uh, you know, it's important that teams get prepared, you know, to, to play against Tyree. Is it fair to say on uh, No, not yet. Not yet. It's too early to say. I mean, McColl, he's a, he's a work in progress. we got four preseason games that we have to see him in. We don't know how he's going to react when the live bullets are coming down there. He's catching the ball. We're getting a lot of balls on the, on the jugs machines right now. And uh, he's still, uh, you know, getting better and better every day with his catching. And, 
Uh, he's got to build confidence in himself, and then we have to build confidence in him. Do you have anyone else who might be a factor in the actual returning part? Yeah, uh, Pringle. Pringle is a guy, kick returner, that you know, he, at the end of last year before he got hurt was really coming on. And, I, you know, he almost made the damn team, you know, until he got hurt. So uh, he's a guy that we're going to really look hard at. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Robinson, D-Rob is, is another one that we could use in there. We we have a plethora of guys. We have a lot of returners. So we're fortunate in that way. Harrison Bucker signed an extension in the offseason. Looked like he was taking some real long field goals yesterday. How has he developed and what are you seeing out of him? He's an ultimate pro. I mean, he is, for, for his years, he's really beyond his years. He's a student of the game. Um, he, he's, he's a perfectionist, and that's what you want out of a kicker. He's hard on himself. Um, he's, he's 100, he's, I think he's only missed one field goal this whole camp, uh, which is saying a lot. And it was a long one. It was a 58-yarder. He missed it, then he came back and made it. Today he made a nice long one today again. So, um, you know, he's right on track. Uh, he's, he's doing everything that we expect him to do. He's got a very strong leg. Um, you know, and we're happy that he's, he's going to be with us for a long time. Because he, he, he goes back and he'll he'll watch. By the time we get watch the tape as a group, he's already watched it like three times on his iPad. So, uh, and then he takes notes. He keeps notes, meticulous notes, everything that he does. And he, he looks at it. He studies a lot of other kickers. And, uh, you know, he's he doesn't model himself after anybody, but he, he just likes to study guys and see, you know, how they prepare and, and, and what they do as far as, uh, you know, day-to-day uh, uh, -day practice and stuff like that. So. Okay, this time... Sorry, this time last year we were talking about the new rule changes. Uh, how do you think Kickoff? that went? Yes, in, the, in year one. Well, I mean, last year uh, it was a trial period, and you know, I guess the trial period went very well. The injuries were down, so the officials made it. A, you know, it's a rule now. It's an official rule. It's going to stick. Uh, we're proud, you know, that we were able to be part of that. You know, there was about eight of us, eight nine guys that were, uh, you know, uh, special teams guys across the league that were. Uh, helped develop that thing, and, and we're proud that it was was able to do what we thought it would do, which was prevent injuries, and that's what it did. So now it's it's a it's a new rule, and it's going to be implemented this year. Coach Jack Fox is in camp this year as uh, yeah. as another punter to get a good look at. What are you seeing from him? Jack is he's he's got a strong leg. He's got an NFL leg. Uh, you'll see uh, like two or three punts out of five. He'll he'll bomb them five hole hang time, but it's the one miss you know that he, that we got to get up that we got to get taken away. And his consistency is not there yet, but he's, he's continuing to work. Um, we got Kevin O'Day in town. Uh, you know, Kevin O'Day was a ex guy that used to work with me, and he's a coach that worked with me in Chicago, and he's an excellent, uh, you know, uh, kicking coach, I'd say. And, and he's here working with him. He spent a lot of time with him. Uh, he's, he's volunteering service right now for us, and he's, I think it's going to help out, help out a lot. Coach, I know you guys have been in pads for a few days and you're always evaluating, but we always ask you this time of camp, are there any young guys, whether they're rookies or undrafted guys, who have surprised you who have stood out? Are there any guys that have particularly impressed you? Yeah, the, the first guy that, that stands out in my mind is Lovett. You know, he's, he's a guy that's he's doing well on offense. He's catching the ball. He's uh, learning stuff. He's a, you know, he's obviously he's a smart guy. He went to Princeton. He comes out and doesn't make mistakes mentally. And uh, you know, I think he's got the speed, and, and, and we're going to find out about the toughness uh, when the preseason games come up. We're going to see if he can tackle because that's that's going to be the biggest question. But he's a guy that we're excited about about soon. So he's he's one you know, for sure. Uh, and, then, and then you know, Mikol. We're, we're we're excited about Mikol too. You know, seeing him in the game. Are there any gunners that have stood out so far? No, it's too early yet. You know, it's, we haven't really, uh, we haven't done any full cover punch yet. Uh, well, there's, I'm, I'm going to correct that. There's one guy, Felton. I mean, he, he kind of, he showed a lot of great effort, you know, number 27. Uh, but, you know, we'll see you in the games. When we get to the games, that's so, that's so important for us. 
to see guys tackling and blocking in a live situation. We don't do anything live on special teams during training camp against our own guys. So the thing I like about Dave Tobe is he's really candid, and I feel like you get something out of every press conference he has. One of my questions had to do with whether or not you wanted to pull Tyreek Hill from punt return. He's probably going to be more involved in the offense this year than any other year previously, and you could tell that they're thinking they're going to keep Tyreek Hill in that punt return position. And I understand you, you, know, you could worry about injury, but at the same time, I look at it this way. The opposing punter knows that he can't really punt directly to Tyreek Hill. Maybe he shanks that thing, and that thing goes out of bounds. And all of a sudden, Patrick Mahomes is that much closer to the opposing end zone. You give Patrick Mahomes 10 yards, there's a better chance that he scores. He's probably going to score anyway, but you give him 10 more yards, it's a touchdown. And so I'm always in support of keeping the most dangerous punt returner in the game at punt return, even if he's among the best wide receivers in the NFL. Other point to note with Tobe is he mentioned John Lovett on his own. John Lovett is the undrafted rookie who is listed as a tight end, played quarterback at Princeton, but he does just about everything. He's been working with the running backs. He spent some time with the tight ends. He's kind of that utility offensive player that I think makes his team if he can make it on special teams. Tobe mentioning him is, of course, a good sign. All right. Well, it's the moment you've been waiting for. Getting to hear from the reigning MVP quarterback, here's Patrick Mahomes from the podium. I haven't got to taste it just yet, uh, just because it just came into the stores and everything like that. But uh, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for everything that it's kind of doing, uh, helping out my foundation. And I'm, I know the fans are, are going out and buying it, so I appreciate all of them. It's flying off the shelves like crazy. I've seen it on Twitter for sure. People are posting pictures of them going to get it, getting several boxes at a time. And uh, I, uh, I'm i glad that we have that fan base that will go out there and support me in everything I do and support my foundation and everything it does. Did you ever buy any on, uh, on the flavor or the texture? Or the... Yeah, I like Frosted Flakes. So I told them to make it as close, uh, close to Frosted Flakes as they could. So they, they did it, and it's a little bit uh, healthier, uh, less sugar. So I'm excited that it's that too. So I'll be able to, be able to eat it a little bit here, here during the season. And they're buying it, and so I'm just saving the boxes. They're buying cereal now. Can you imagine that saving cereal? Yeah, I mean, it, it is cool. Uh, I'll definitely have a box that I'll keep forever. I mean, whenever you're a little kid and you see the see uh, people on those cereal boxes, it is a, a, a tremendous honor. So I'm excited to be able to have my own. Did you sign in here today? I signed one, so okay. I, but I did see I, I saw several. But I mean, it, it's cool that people will go out there and, and get that. And like I said, support not only me but my foundation and everything that it, it's going to hopefully do for this community. How about on the field practice? A lot of deep balls to Tyreek today. You guys seem to kind of be in sync already. How's it gone so far? Yeah, I mean, that's what we're here for is to try to push the ball downfield, especially in this training camp. You want to try to take advantage of those deep shots and, and get that timing down. And I feel like we connected on those today. And uh, we're going to keep working on that, not just Tyreek, but with Demarcus Robinson, Sammy Watkins, Nico Hardman, all those receivers. We're going to keep trying to push the ball downfield and uh, connect on those deep plays. So whenever the season comes, we connect in. How, how, how were you thinking when Tyreek went down in practice the other day? Uh, I, I didn't think it was that that bad just from how he got hit. Uh, I knew he probably had like a little bit of a, a stinger because he got hit pretty hard. Breland went for the ball uh, and, and, he, and made a good play. But uh, – I, I, I kind of talked to him as he was kind of walking off the field, and he seemed fine. So I knew, I knew when we got up there, it wasn't, it wasn't going to be that big of a deal. It's kind of something that got kind of got hit, and it kind of stung him a little bit. But where you started with McCole, where would you say he's improved his progress the most from maybe rookie 
to where he, rookie minicamp where he is now with you? I think just growing in this offense. Uh, whenever you're in this offense, I mean, you can see it with any rookie. Me, me, my first year, any of these younger guys. I mean, there's a lot put on your plate, and Coach Reed doesn't doesn't kind of baby you into it. He makes sure he gives you everything and throws everything at you. So as he picks up the offense, he kind of understands. Uh, where he needs to go, where he needs to go on each each route, he's able to recognize coverage based off stuff we're doing, maybe pre-snap or or post-snap, and I think that's stuff that he's picking up with every rep he's getting, and he's not making the same mistake twice. So uh, those are good because you, whenever you get guys like that that can play at a high speed and, and kind of learn from their mistakes, those guys end up being good players. How much does it seem to help Nicole that he has Tyreek out there practicing? Yeah, I mean, definitely seeing a guy that has a, a similar skill set with speed and uh, uh, that compact body and able to go out there and make tough catches. I mean, you when you see a guy that's the, the top level of that and then able to see how you have to work to get there, it's definitely something that uh, has impacted him in a, a positive way. Does a, does a completed eight ball feel like it did when you were throwing them 10 years ago, or is it just so routine now? How do you... No, nah, it's still a great feeling. <laughs> Every time you you take that shot and you, and you connect, I mean, when you when you're playing NFL defenses, that's what they're trying to prevent, and uh, they're 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 doing everything they can to try to prevent those plays. And so you get you get limited chances. So whenever you take that chance, you want to make sure that you connect on it. How we made this year. Uh, I mean, we got a lot of players, so we know their defense is going to throw a lot of different looks at us. They're going to definitely try to keep us uh, underneath and underneath routes. But that's the, the, the blessing about this team is we got a lot of guys that are good at those too. Pat, between this training camp and last training camp, what ways do you feel you more comfortable with these different Yeah, I mean, I think I just I've I've seen more, uh, seen more defenses, seen more different disguises and different stuff. So just just being able to file that in the memory bank and pull out of the memory bank and when I see a defense maybe that we haven't necessarily scouted our defense for uh, that I may have seen it last year and I'm able to know where to go with the ball whereas last year it was kind of just new to me every single time I saw a new look. A couple more guys. Has defense out here felt more improved? Has it been more difficult? Yeah, they, they do a lot of stuff and it, I, it is hard to read. They, they get me uh, on a, a good amount of times where it's I think I haven't picked up and they have something that goes off of something they may have done two days earlier and so I think just having that and just having that that inbox where they can go and show one blitz one day and then do the exact opposite the other day when it looks the same is something that uh that will be hard for other offenses to kind of progress against that, that, that one yeah, I mean, I, what we say this offense is to always stay running. No, there's never a dead route. There's never a, a route that's not that doesn't have a chance of getting the ball. And uh, I just I rolled out to the right. I was very off balance. It's probably the ugliest 60 yard pass I've ever thrown in my life, but it got there. So <laughs> I, I was glad that it just got there, got caught, and he scored the touchdown. Uh, Patrick, after you know 1,100 players, as well as top 100 players, you were voted number four. What's that say to you about your peers that you were voted, you know, out of after your first season as a starter, you know, number four overall amongst all the players? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely an honor uh, just to be on that list. I mean, there's a lot of great football players in this league. Uh, so uh, I'm just going to try to go out there and be the best football player I can be, and hopefully we can go out there and uh, the, uh, win, a, win a Super Bowl and everybody can keep climbing that list as we go. Last one, Nate. Oh, sorry. He's dead. You, some of the defensive guys who have been here in the past, we talked about just new confidence your energy. What kind of sense have you gotten from those guys on the side, on that side of the ball, that there's just a new confidence in yeah, that they're just they're going to keep coming at it every single time. I think that's the biggest thing is no matter if it's a good play or a bad play, they're going to come back with that same energy that they're going to try to go after us every single play. And you have to have that mentality. I mean, same as as the offense does. If we if I throw an interception or if we have a play that doesn't go the right way, that next play we're coming out it trying to get a touchdown that next play. So having that mentality is something that I, I feel like has grown and grown as this camp's gone.
Mr. Taylor. <laughs> Coming into your third year with Andy, he always says, show your personality to you guys as players. Mm -hmm. What do you enjoy the most about Andy's personality that you see, whether in training camp or in the regular season? Yeah, I think I think the best thing about Coach Reed is, I mean, of course he expects a lot of us. He expects us to be out, go out there and be the best best person that we could be every single day on the football field but the way he treats us as as people I think is the, is the best thing is he treats us and gives us respect he, he, he pushes us to be great but at the same time cares about us as players and as people and so that's the biggest thing that I love about country yeah I mean just just every day I mean you go in that meeting room and, and he's asking and he's he's quizzing you in, in front of the class he's still joking with you and he's still he's still being uh, not just a coach but a, a great role model for you to look up to all right thank you thank you